I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Start that countdown. Five, four, you better strap yourself in. Three, two, buckle up, motherfucker, bucker. Five. Wait, why you go back to five? It's up to the Dan Fogler for the Experience Mike left. Do you want him back? I do want him back. What the fuck? All right. We're talking about the Phantom Thread here. We're trying to be civilized. What the fuck? All right. I'll be right back. Find him. Oh, shit. It's a podcast. Is he going? Jack has just took that as an opportunity to go smoke a cigarette. He's not going to go get (laughs) it. He's just like, yeah, okay, Mike's missing, so Dan's going to. I'm going to go get his smoke. Fucking Jack Dixon. Jack Cam Dixon took the opportunity to get a smoke. You know something crazy that did happen? I met someone who was born on the same exact birthday as me. You know something crazy that happened? I met a girl that had the same birthday as me. But it was a man's. But it was a man, so I wonder what happened. I'm going to say everything like a song that you say. And he grew weed. And he grew weed, weed, weed. And he grew weed, weed, weed. Hoo, hoo, hoo. I'm suspicious. And now I'm suspicious. Say Do a I have little a twin? bit more. Do I have a twin? You stupid whore. <laughs> Please keep saying shit. Oh, maybe he's a brother from another mother. I don't know. Maybe he's a brother from another mother. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's a brother from another mother. Or we were star seeds separated at birth. Oh, we were star seeds separated at birth. To come together on this planet. Have you ever met anyone with your exact same birthday? Come together on the planet. I never met it. Oh yeah, no, no, I never. I've had. I've met people that were um, like down to the year, like day, month, year. That's down like, to the the hour and the minute. Actually, he didn't know, but mine is one, two, three, four. Oh, I did meet someone who, had, who was October twentieth. However, she was like 10 years older than me, and she was born at night, and I was born in the morning. No, look, all the way down to the air. Like, I was tripping. We ended up being friends all night. What the fuck? Same B-Day to the year, and he kind of doesn't look like you at all. At all. At all. <laughs> he's like a Sasquatch, and you're not. Yeah, it's like he was, he was cool. He was sweet, but... um. That's sweet. You know, it was wow. just interesting. That's that was amazing. in Los Angeles. Well, um, that's that's kismet. What are the fucking odds of that, man? Right. Where the fuck did Mike go? We're talking about. I can't sing any more songs. That last song that we just heard, uh, sh- that 
And did you did you like the uh, did you did you catch the uh, the new um, the new uh, <laughs> excuse me I had a a chicken parm here a second ago just one second ago I inhaled it one it, second ago but uh, did you catch the uh, did you catch the commercial that we have for the new 4D experience have you heard it mm. check this out. 2018. Time to upgrade your movie watching experience. Check out 4DX today and get into the action. Stretch your senses beyond the screen. 4DX is an immersive full sensory theater experience equipped with wind, fog, rain, scents, and a ton of effects to bring you into the story. Feel the force vibrate with every lightsaber duel. Feel the wind rip through a train heist! And every twist and turn on a high-speed chase! 40X has theaters in Los Angeles, New York, Seattle, Washington, D.C., and many more slated to open in a 40X theater near you soon! 40X USA on Facebook! <laughs> you want to make a commercial right now? Here we go. For 40X Yeah, we're just... Here, here, we're just going to make it up right now. You ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, my Maybe. God. Oh, my God. What's happening? It's rumbling. Something's happening. Oh, my God. D. Four. Experience it. D. Experience it today. Four D. Don't see the movie. Be the movie. (laughs) Expand your experience. It is so big. Stimulate your senses. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That thing. I've never seen it before, but in 4D? My God. Now I'm going back. Look, these are the times when we have to see 4D because sitting at home on your butt isn't doing it for you anymore. 4D experience. Yeet. What was that last sound? Hmm. What was that last sound you made? Yeet. Yeet. Is that like a mighty yelp? From the Dead Poets Society? Yeah, uh, maybe. Actually, I think it's like a rap thing. I just don't know where it came from. Yeet. Yeet, Yeet. everybody. Yeet. 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 Get off your feet. Oh, shit. There he is, man. I made it a rule. I didn't give a shit, man. I didn't care what you went. I didn't care where you went. But I kept on vamping. I peed my pants. <laughs> I, I shit my pants, Mike. Waiting, waiting. You know who was here? I don't know, an astronaut. He, he, know, he knows Aldo. Aldo was here. He was? Yes. How's Aldo doing? Oh, he's a maniac. Hey, okay. Kay he, met him for the first time. He discovered time. me, Aldo. Uh, yeah. He didn't discover me. No. Just kidding. He did. He loved you. He I'm thought you were. She was a young Goldie Hawn. Yeah, I can see that. Holy Jesus. Wait, do you want to try this before I What is it? Oh, yeah, I do. Before you leave, we should try this. What are we sponsored by today, K? K? What is this? Scorpion. What is it? 710 Scorpion. Okay. West Coast, Best Coast. This is some kind of uh, contraption. Okay, there's a button button where on the side? To me. Do you like it? Can you hear yourself, Mike? Yeah. Mike, you know what? 
You're awesome. Yeah. I'm really excited to talk. I know. I got you excited about Phantom Thread, right? You're the one that I, said you got to go see it. I, I didn't overhype it, did I? No, you didn't overhype it. Um, I And I didn't know what to expect. And you, you said it was a masterpiece. You said um, that, uh, you know, Dan Lewis is brilliant, of course. And I'm sitting here thinking, what am I? Hey, are we rolling, Jack? We're rolling, right? Jack! You rolling? <laughs> Who, we're paying you for this. What's up? Are we rolling? <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's doing a million things. Go back Jack. to your extra vente Starbucks. I know that's more important. <laughs> it's a Trenta, actually. That's it's what I a thought. That's the, that's the charm of pro media. I love that. <laughs> Hey, Slap. Jack! <laughs> the fuck, Jack? <laughs> it's kind of like a... It's almost like the Muppet Show. Sla- if the slackers... Yeah, exactly. If the Muppet Show could have a post house, it'd be pro media. Gonzo at the, Gonzo's at the board right now. Uh, yeah. It's a boomerang fish. So, um, tell us... We have this amazing kind of synchronicity with this movie. So... Phantom Thread. So let's talk about Hyper, which is our our first movie together, right? Yes. First, our first meeting, and let, so so that movie, which is a short film, we'll talk about that in a second, ended up at the New York Film Festival, right? The centerpiece. This at the centerpiece short film. It was a brilliant film, Mike, and it was it was a caffeinated film. But I'll let you explain it in a second. But. It was the centerpiece of, of the New York Film Festival, and it was the premiere, the New York premiere of Punch Drunk Love. The the, the domestic premiere. Domestic the premiere. Yeah, the very first time P.T. Anderson. Yeah. Okay, so what was, what, what was Hyper about? Hyper was my first movie after f- I finished NYU grad film, and my cousin Mark and I, who were, we were collaborators at the time, just had that we were we were getting into wedding videos, trying to pay our bills after film school, and we just were like, we got to make a movie. So we took our wedding video camera, and we started shooting this no budget, organic. Everything we do now as filmmakers started in, in some ways with hyper, which is there was no script, there was an idea of this energy of this kind of, and this is two thousand and one, I think we made it two thousand two, mm. right after nine eleven. I was pretty sure when we started it. Right. And uh, but how did I get you in the film? I don't. I saw I saw Phil, Phil Body. Bi- that's why. Yeah. And then was, what did I ask Phil? Who's that guy? He's genius, and 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 then Phil hooked us up. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Phil, I was in Phil Body's movie, uh, Homecoming or Bust a Bust Move. Move. Bust a Move. Bust That's a what move. it eventually yeah. was called. That's a great film. Uh, it was. It Phil's was now the head of production of that, Atlantic Records, and I still work with him. He's a great guy. And Randazzo, that he's he played my dad in that. I know. It's, it's freaking. Right? And you're making a movie with Randazzo now. Yeah. Yeah. What you're in making the day. So. Um, so that movie was. So uh, we had you cracked me up so much in that movie, and uh, you you played a like a pot dealing bike messenger. Bike messenger that steals right. the main character's girlfriend or something. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you had the uh, you had like a, a jockey, jockey helmet, helmet on. It was good. It was a good. It was a good look for you. It was a good character. It, it was, was fun. I was in semi shape. Yeah, speaking of riding my bike just for exercise. Nicky D. Come on inside. He needs a pizza. Nicky D. Cheers. You're our norm. Nicky, you're our norm. Yeah, you are. Norm. George Went. Cheers. You're George Went. He he always opened the best part of the entire show. Cheers. How are you? Was the was the cold open with with Norm's. Joke. Uh, I know it's spontaneous. Oh, on, yeah. I call that a nowhere. You gotta talk it to the mic. 
Okay. Okay, you know what? Guess what we're talking so, about. I hope we're talking about one of my favorite films of the year. Phantom Thread. Oh, of the year, wow. dude. I'm the last five years for me. I think it's that good. Dude. It is that, that good. good. You think I it's think that it's good? I think it's Well, the brilliant. only guy we could ask that question is right here. He's right here. I'm the only person, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. We were reminiscing uh, about the time we met P.T. Anderson. Dan and I, uh, the first film we ever did together, Hyper, got into the, the New York Film Festival. Whoa. And at the Avery, Avery Fisher Hall, 1,500 people in the audience audience well, and the movie played to open punch drunk love and we were in the green room and then dan got kicked out for stalking julia roberts what <laughs> what are you talking about yes i the new york film festival wanted to kick us out for stalking i'm joking a little bit but, but, what, a lot no, of it no 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 but they, they were like people at sony were like they had their big a-list green room right so tom Jesus. petty is there pt anderson uh who's the star of it? adam sandler they're all hanging out, and and uh, and and Julia Roberts is yes, she was backstage, and that was like your real first taste of Hollywood. Yes, night, it right? was. You hadn't been like, but I a, wasn't stalking anyone. No, I'm joking. You but been. you know, me, you, Marco, we look like okay. at the time we're 24 year old kids or whatever. You were probably 21. Yeah. And there's like Hollywood's A-list. Yeah, that was there's, insane. Exactly. But but then the, the Sony With my dad too. I brought my dad. And the Sony people came over and they said, "Who are these losers?" Get them out of the, the green room. You heard them the, call us losers? In so many words. <laughs> and, and don't think it, we were who we were. We were nobodies at the time. But the, there's a happy ending. So the New York Film Festival, I always will love them. They said, those are the guys that made the short film. They have every much a right to be here as she does. And he points at Julia Roberts. Wow. And we got to stay. But I mean, and I got, to, I got to see Tom. We got to stay. No, but we were the underdogs. And the, the and our movie got a great reaction there. We, we got a standing the, ovation. We were the we were the losers that got the standing ovation. Oh. Yeah. And, the, nice? and some of the reviews the that next day, although nice. I do think Punch Drunk Love is a brilliant film, but, some of the reviews said, oh, the only thing uh, worth watching that night was the short that opened it. There you go. There wow. you go. Wow. No. That's the center. That's but going the center back, is. The centerpiece is the, wow. it's like the opening night film, the centerpiece film, and the closing night film. The, the centerpiece film was the big. Uh, so let me so let me tell you something. This is my version of that, which is a lot more romantic. It was a great of night. what of what happened. No, I, my point being, I love the New York Film Festival. That a festival that wouldn't have sold itself out to just star fucking Hollywood and Sony. They were like, no, it's about yeah. you know this, and these guys can stay. And that was beautiful. Yeah. So I. So we go to this thing. It's one of the first big festivals I've ever been to. Got the movie in there. I bring my dad because I'm trying to just like, you know, my dad wanted to be an actor. I'm like, yeah, dad, look, I got my film in the in the festival. And we get there, and it the, it, it was we got there uh, in the middle, right? So they had this bunch of screenings, and then they had this little break in the middle, and then we're gonna screen a bunch of shit again, right? That's what happened. Yeah, yeah. They had yes. No, there might have been earlier in the day screenings. Yes, earlier okay, in the day okay, screenings. Yeah, yeah. But we were then they we were like the eight o'clock. Uh, right, highlight. exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I came in there. This it, it was screening all day. Those movies. Yeah, that's how it. Is. Right. Yeah. So we came in at night, and it came into the the uh, the green. We came into the green room there. Mike, me, and my dad. And like and my dad, just like ah. Hey, should I? Uh, I'm I'm going to get some punch, you know. <laughs> hey, would you like some punch, Dan? And he, so he goes like to he man. goes to get the punch, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, give me punch, Dad. Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> you know. So he goes to get me punch, and I look over. I literally turn around, and I'm face to face with Julia Roberts. Boom. Okay, and I'm looking at her, and she's looking at me, like her. It was like her eyes. 
suddenly opened there were her pupils opened up portals to like a dark dimension <laughs> and she was just like <laughs> who the fuck is this person and I felt like if I got any closer to her I might get my soul might get sucked into her eyes and I was just like oh, immediately I was had fear running <laughs> coursing, yeah, coursing yeah. through my spine and I was yeah. just like oh, sorry, sorry, bro. I'm sorry sorry so I just like move away from her I'm just like a stuttering <laughs> idiot and, she, and I'm just like maybe she's always like that I'm just like I have no idea she, yeah, I, she but is I, always like that really how do yeah, you know I met her on the street a couple times and she would just all, she opened up a portal to hell in her first, eyes at first, and then she then she says then she's you know caught herself. You know what I mean? And then I look up and I see somebody who who I, I this is actually answering a question that uh, that Kay asked me earlier. Have I ever met someone with my birthday? And I, and this is I just realized this is the second person I met with my birthday, Tom Petty. Whoa! So I oh, I see him and I realize, holy fuck! I got to say hello to Tom Petty. He's influenced my entire life. I make a beeline through everybody. I just walk straight up to Tom Petty, and and I and I'm sitting. It's I'm in my twenties, just early two thousand. And I say to him, I say I say to Tom Petty, "Oh my God, um, your music is just amazing." And then the guy next to me goes like this. He goes, "Uh, to fuck, man." And I'm just like, "What, dude? I'm talking to Tom Petty. He's like my fucking hero." He's like. You like his music? Like that's that's it? That's all you like? And I'm just like, no, it's not all I like. I like I like all sorts of shit, man. He's like, and 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 I'm not catching on to anything this guy's throwing at me. And Tom Petty like tries to ease the situation, and he's just all, yeah, you know, no, no, it's cool, it's all cool. And and I'm just like, yeah, it's cool, man. Why are you, why are you all tense? I'm fucking giving Tom Petty a comment. I'm fucking talking to Tom Petty. I was like, we had the same birthday, man. Fucking me and Tom Petty. You know, he's like, no way. So me and now me and Tom Petty are like, you know, hitting it off. And this fucking guy next to me is just like, <laughs> like I fucking shat all over his conversation with Tom Petty. Okay? So cut to us. We're sitting in the audience. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Our movie comes on. It's punch trunks. It's punch trunk love. No, no. It's uh, it's hyper, right? Uh-huh. I think this is how it it, yeah. it it started. Hyper comes on. Everyone fucking loves hyper, right? Everyone loves it. Yeah, fucking woo, hyper, hyper. Uh-huh. So we're we're all sitting in the middle of the fucking audience. We're all psyched with my dad. I'm like, yeah, they look, they fucking yeah. love it. And then this fucking guy comes out. The guy who was standing next to me. The guy next to fucking Tom Petty. It's P.T. Anderson. Oh, and shit. I was like, oh god, that's. The, that's the dick. That's the guy that's being a fucking dick to me. And he gets out on stage and he proceeds to be even more of a dick. Whoa, right, Mike? That was? He, no, right. I had like my uh, uncles and grandparents there and they were like, that foul mouth director, he said the F bomb like a hundred times in his interview. Oh, really? Right? Like, and they were so turned stage, off like, by him. Yeah. It was he we must have been on he something. Was on something yeah. So but but I love that movie in a lot of ways. The character that Sandler played was just kind of a such a brilliant sad clown. Yeah. But Seeing him on stage, seeing him on stage like that, just like, and and now and then I realized, oh, that's why he was acting like that because 
he probably thought I was just some schmuck that had just seen his movie and came up and walked up. And all I liked about Punch Drunk Love, he, from his point of uh, perspective, was Tom Petty's music. That's all. Uh, so I walk up. Yes. From so P.T. Anderson's perspective, okay, I walk up and I go, to... your music was great. <laughs> and then uh, P.T. Anderson is just like, that's it? Right, what about me? <laughs> what about me? And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Oh. I'm talking to my free friend, friend here, Tom uh, Petty. <laughs> Wasn't that crazy? That's crazy. I've, that's had, cra- I've had insane... Was- I always have like a weird thing like that where I find out later like, oh, <laughs> that's that, who that was. The director that we're all here no, for. But I mean, you guys were talking about, you know, getting, Genius, back, though. getting back to, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis. You guys want to drop names. I mean. Good transition. You know, <laughs> you <laughs> know, <laughs> speaking of famous people. You know, speaking of famous people, they, you know, it don't all get right, much famous. Let's get yeah. to the, ch- yeah, no, let's what, talk what about What were you going to say uh, about him? Did, no, did you ever met him? Oh yeah, yeah. Where'd you meet him? Yeah, no, I, who, I know who, Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Tell yeah. us. Yeah, uh, that's why I can give you my my uh, Daniel Day Lewis uh, stories. Well, fucking give them. Wow, it all came back to <laughs> after when, when he was filming the boxer. Ah uh, yes, the Jim oh, Sheridan film. Let yeah. see that. Jim Sheridan's uh, the yeah. boxer, great movie. And he was at the Blue Velvet Boxing Gym. Yes, and, I think I was there with you. And yeah, then I, I went yeah, by, yeah. I went by, and we walked a couple blocks yeah, together. That was the white ring, right, with the white padding yeah, and the white, yeah, 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 yeah. The white gloves. And he was training for that move, for that fight, and then, and then later on, I saw him again walking a baby carriage. Whoa! And he, this is the part where he gave up acting for like a year or two. He gave up acting for a year or two. Yeah. And was it because of the baby? Well, that and his wife. And he was, I said, so what have you been doing? He goes, I'm learning how to make shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he became, oh, a, that's he became, he became a, a cobbler. cobbler. That, that ties a cobbler. us into Phantom Menace. Yeah, and, you know, he did that. He did that for uh, Gangs in New York. And then Scorsese was just like, didn't we tell you it's a butcher? yeah. Is that right? Uh, yeah. oh. I think that's what happened. I, was, uh, I, 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 I like thinking uh, that. But that's a nice one. Yeah. But you know, and Thanks. then you know, and he, you know, you meet you, you see him in Gangs of New York, and then when I got to Italy, and we shot the Go Go Tales right, right on the set mm-hmm. of the Gang of New York, right, right. And I would walk onto the Gangs of New York, and Jeez, we could do a whole exa- episode about it. It was exactly yeah. Oh, it yeah. was exactly you know it was all up. Was right there. Yeah. The whole scene where they, the two the two gangs meet. Well, no, he's yeah. great in that film. Daniel Day Lewis so in that then, movie. You know, I had so already. Now, but my already point knew, is, yeah. who would make who would make this movie? Except for Daniel Day Lewis, this Which Phantom one? Thread. Fan, all right, Phantom Thread. Yeah. Like, fan, no, no one. There's no one out there. Do you believe the guy that made Punch Truck Love that we met that night made Phantom Thread? Do you believe that? I do believe. No, because he's always, he's been a he, Punch Drunk Love was really a very experimental film for him, and I think he continues to push himself artistically, and that's what happens when you are a bold filmmaker that takes risks and tries things. You get I, fucking good I, at. I, it. I look at that you know, movie. I look at that movie, Phantom Thread, and and it looks like it's like for me, it's it's the Godfather of costume making of of absolutely dress you, making. Absolutely. So now, so you expect that from you expect that from Coppola. Do you Coppola that? is a, probably similar in that he always pushed himself to do something more, never repeated himself, and, and never got caught up in the budgets or the yeah. the ego so the, of it. The, it was like super. Coppola has even gone even more personal. Oh, his little yeah. movies now are small well, no, budget I'm talking movies about, than mine. I'm talking I mean, about Coppola in his day because you watch this movie and you're like, whoa, this is like a movie from 
the seventies. Oh yeah, and 80s. it definitely has. Yeah. It has all those homages to the great. Oh, and just of the watching 60s and 70s. watching that it's, guy it, act is it, just it, like a fucking how many, joy. How many homages did you did you see? I, I saw Scorsese uh, in the uh, Mean Street scene where uh, Harvey Keitel is getting a suit made, and the, there was a delicacy to the way a button was done. That that uh. that. You know, you remember that when okay. Harvey so many great close-ups. So many great. You know, yeah, PT I mean, you has look... studied Scorsese. I'm sure upside down, and th- so there's that that attention to detail that only Scorsese, Age of Innocence. But when you the way he a, gets in there for those details, face, when you're shooting a face like Daniel Day Lewis, that now that ha- that has aged like a fine wine. You see the veins in his forehead. We'll get to that in a second. We'll, get mean, to, we're talking about, hold on, we'll get to him. We'll, we can spend you, the whole thing on him. I know, but I mean... You I got, saw, what else did you see? What else? So there was that. There was obviously the Kubrick stuff, right? The, okay. the d- dead grandmother showing up as the shining. It's, it's, yes. It's, it, and, and I think he... Uh, well, it's 2001, too. Uh, it's that, that, that dream logic uh, like that shining. Kubrick does well. PT has absorbed those techniques that that okay. Kubrick used in 2001 and The Shining and and, and uh, Eyes Wide Shut. The mother's showing. So up. you see, but PT Just started standing there in the corner. So trippy. Yeah, but he did it in The Master. He did some surreal pop into an alternate reality for a second. Yeah. So he's been using that trick for a while. It's not a trick. It, it, it's, it's a master. It's, right? it's a flavor that that he. So he's pulled. But I, what I see in in Phantom. Threat is a master, a guy that has studied everyone that's come before him, and he's now synthesizing into something unique. I mean, it's definitely, there's definitely, you could say there's, it wants to be a small 70s indie film, for sure. It's probably shot on film. I don't even know the details, but it feels like it's shot in green. Right, I think 35, it was. 35, it's got to be. They, he DP'd himself. They're showing it at the yeah. Alamo for, at, on 70 millimeters. So, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, he's, a way, he's a super techie lens junkie <laughs> guy. So camera-wise, P.T. Anderson actually DP'd and directed the film. Which wow. is oh, wow. super impressive because no, it's mean, gorgeously you know shot. Yeah, the production design of the movie was just like, you know, superb, way superb. Superb. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the clothing and the, the choices yeah. that, Elegant. He, that he wore. I mean, Elegant. you know what? Uh, there was, God. There was, one, just... there was one more shot, though. There was one more shot. Sorry, then we'll talk about the Hitchcock thing the, on, on the back of the car. Where he's going? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that took you right into that era. He, era. He, he, I was, I was there. Still, I was like, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the I, same. Yeah, it's like almost the same it's, kind of. But car. it's also Kubrick in Clockwork Orange. Yeah, that, it's, that, it's, it's the rear see. projection we did in Don Quixote with the yes. cab scene. It's no. that technique he's using in the car. Yeah. That lot, but but that that's definitely that era sixties films. He, that's he, how he made did. everybody, all the actors look as beautiful as they could possibly look in that film. Yeah. Let's talk about the actors. And that's Hitchcock. You know, that's Hitchcock. When you Look at Cary Grant and, yeah. and James Stewart oh, yeah. and all of his movies. Yeah. The wardrobe you know, uh, alone. The yeah. wardrobe yeah, yeah, alone yeah, 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 to yeah. catch a thief. I mean, in those sixties. Oh, and you know, look how thin he was. He made himself so thin in that film. Who Daniel Day? Yeah, yeah he always does that. Oh yeah, I've but seen I mean, thinner. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he was pretty thin for that in that movie. Uh, he uh, and the baggy clothes and the bow ties and the way he had, his ravenous to eat. I loved it. His you know, ravenous. I'll have it. I'll have the eggs. And then I'll have that some sausages. Was, that scene was brilliant. And then I'll have some bacon. No, no, but listen. Then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> each, each, he is riveting. Yeah. He's the most riveting actor of our time. I don't know who else you can connect him to. Uh, Sean Penn at his best. Well, like a, like a young, like a young like a young De Niro. Yes. You know, like yeah. fucking you're you're yeah. and even Walken had his moments, but now yeah. it's Day Lewis. Yeah. yeah. He yeah. is so and I and and, and he. It was almost like the mantle was passed to him in the gangs of New York, where he's just sitting on the edge of that bed, and you're like, "Whoa, he's like a young De Niro here." The I think that 
But he's he is a chameleon. Yes. Oh yeah. He just disappears, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And during that scene yes. where he's he's flirting with the waitress for the first time, who's gonna be his wife, and the two of them know it, and it was almost like an acting. It was almost like a Meisner exercise. All he said were the items of the things he wanted to eat, and he's just and he's saying all these <laughs> succulent, delicious items, and I she's and each it. one of them is like foreplay. Yes, and just and you don't even see her face; it's just all on his face. Yeah, and you see how and you just see maybe her cheek, and then you and and the redness on her cheek, the flushness on her cheek. I'm I just know that Day Lewis is like d- does that. He he sends his fucking energy out. Oh yeah, he's that good. He's mm. really makes. He he really makes the energy in the room. It must yeah, crackle. His, his. <laughs> yeah, it's, he it sucks makes, it all up. Man. Well, I don't know if he sucks it up, but he yeah, no. what he does is he he makes it real. And in, in all those scenes and delivering all those lines, it's like it made me want to run here, out of the theater. I'm, I'm here, you're here, but it's all me here. It made you know me want to run out of the theater and just like fucking be a better actor. Yeah, no, no, it yeah. made me want to be a better director. Right. Uh, yeah. Apparently they did similar kind of process to what we're doing, that that organic kind of, the movie develops, you know, with the really? actor and director together collaborating and finding it. And they didn't, I think that's part of why he didn't want to DP. He didn't want to feel rushed the pressure of like, like uh-huh. a light when we're, you know, we're ready. We're, I think they did it at their, their wow. in a pace that, that's, I don't know. I don't, I don't know a lot about the making of it, but Berenbaum just told me that, that it was done organically. Wow. Yeah. Um, the uh, Every scene, it was like a beautiful play. You said you didn't like how it unfolded. I liked every... I didn't, I didn't actually... I didn't... I think I saw the whole thing. I had to leave early. But you, I, I think... I, I know... Are we doing spoilers on the show? Yeah, all the okay. time. Uh, all the time. Yeah, well, I feel like like a lot of things that 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 uh, the ending is the hardest part sometimes to get right. And it, yeah. if, oh, and yeah. again, if you were if, if they were working organically, where they're not sure Especially where they're going with the story, yeah, exactly, it was so long. Uh, you kind of kind of have to wrap it up. It's hard. To, it's hard to answer to everything that came before it. I mean, he got out of it. it got a little repetitious. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to call the president? Let's call the president. Oh, I would love to speak to Mr. President. Hey, Jack, Jack, Jackson. Jackie Cam Dixon. Can you call the president, please? You gotta give Daniel Day his due in this. Even though he's not gonna win the the, the Oscar, because the movie we saw the other day is gonna clinch um, one of my favorite actors, Mr. Gary Oldman. I can't believe that we are pausing the Godfather of of of, of dressmaking. For the POTUS, I can't believe we're doing that, mm. right, Nick? Well, you know, you got to take, go- take the good with the bad. You call him Jack. Yep. State of the Union. Yeah, it's on right now. We're missing it. We're missing it. Good. No, no, he's he's on the phone with us live, so we're getting him right before it. Oh, this is right before the State of the Union. It's about to go on. Mr. President, I'm feeling you. I'm feeling you. They're trying to knock you down. They're trying to put you in a hole. They're trying to bury you, throw the dirt on you. But I know you're going to come out of this okay. I know it. You going to say that to him? Yes. This is upsetting. I'm sorry, Dan. You think he's going to come across like real presidential? Yo, totally. I was at the uh, People State of the Union last night. The Ru- Mark Ruffalo organized oh, with everybody. Oh, really? It was pretty cool. Where uh, was that? The uh, town hall. Where was I? 
Uh, it was a ticketed event. Someone got me a ticket at the last nice. minute. So. Um, maybe maybe we didn't give you the right number, Jack. Well, did you know he's uh, he I, changed I, I, everything? I, I think I was sitting next to a Kennedy. Jack? Oh, yeah. At the event, one of the real Kennedys. You know, I t- I, and I was I, I could feel the aura of Kennedy. And I, I was John, looking at him profile. I, I was like, John I, think that's a, I, I, I think that's one I of the Kennedys. I was in John Jr.'s realm. Jackie? More than... More than a few times. You were, yeah. yeah. I saw him jogging. Jo- yes. Oh, we, we were uh, down on the west side. Was he calling the right the number? Subway with him. Yeah. Um, yes. You're a real guy. Right? I, I think there the might be something with up with this uh, Skype. I was taking the oh. ferry. One and moment. He was in his okay. kayak on the Hudson River. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. No, Who was in the kayak? Yeah. Who was in the kayak? John Jr. J- JFK Jr. Yeah. JFK Jr. was yeah. on the kayak in the Hudson River? That's right. Last night you had Amy Schumer. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, John Leguizamo, oh. uh, Cynthia Nixon, Fisher Stevens, uh, Common. Great, Whoa, great big, night. Big yeah, yeah. Andre big Day. Why don't we're, we're, how uh, Rufus were, Wainwright. Why oh. weren't they on the podcast, Mike? You're in charge of <laughs> Most that. of them have been on it. Uh, Alana Levine has had uh, all of those. Uh, Cynthia Nixon. Najimi, uh, uh, Kathy Najimi, Najima, what's her name? From Fisher Stevens. All these people had been on Alana's podcast, so... Well, let's get them on my podcast. They're, get, they're gettable for you, yeah. Ruffalo. Let's get Ruffalo. Do you know about Buffalo? I want to talk... Ra- I want to talk fracking. The, the only uh, sentence in the English language that has six words, and all those words are the same word, is Buffalo. Mm. What are you talking about? Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Stop it, stop it, Mike. It's a real <laughs> sentence. What are you talking about? Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Stop it. Buffalo. He's going way re- out there. No, this is true. Are you going crazy, Mike? No, I'll just explain it to you. I don't, I don't know. I'm scared. Buffalo has three meanings. The, the the city of Buffalo, the animal of the buffalo, and buffalo meaning to bluff or, or to... to um... Oh, really? Yeah, but you can't just say buffalo, 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 yeah, yeah, buffalo. Bu- yeah, think about it. Dead. Buffalo, the place. <laughs> buffalo, the animal. Buffalo, bluff. Buffalo, the place. Buffalo. What? There you go. I understand what he's saying. So Buffalo, How Buffalo, you, Buffalo, you, Buffalo, okay. Buffalo, Buffalo. No, no, you have to say Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo, and Buffalo. Uh, buffalo. Hello. Oh, <laughs> that's a perfect answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. Come on, you guys. We could have gotten a wormhole right there. We were heading right down there. <laughs> Let's see if Trump has any thoughts on, and on that. Both of you got uh, grins on your face. We're heading right Donnie, down the old Donnie, fucking have, tube. Have you ever heard the sentence Buffalo, Buffalo? Buffalo, it, let's Buffalo, get the Buffalo. president over here. He's the only one that straightens you have, out. Buffalo, have Buffalo, I Buffalo. Have ever heard Buffalo. the sentence, Buffalo, 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 Buffalo? Buffalo. <laughs> if, uh, yes, it's uh, World War II. <laughs> hey, Mr. President. Uh, hey, man, It's uh, we got Nikki here, your favorite uh, Trumper. <laughs> oh, Nikki, the Nikki D four D experience, right? Yeah. Nikki four D experience. Yeah. yeah, you got it. This he's the D in the four D. <laughs> hey, oh right, Nikki, you don't have your cans. Yeah, no. Give his, give, give, give Nikki some cans. I'm going to step back. i got to hear the president. Where are you going? Am I on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah, back yeah, for yeah, Phantom okay. The fuck are you talking about? Well, I'm not. A, no, you uh, have to hear him. I know. All I have right, to let me get you another set of headphones. Get another set of phones. Mike, get Jesus. This is very. Sorry, Mr. Protus. Mr. Otis. We love the president. No, we don't. We, I don't. I'm sorry, you my friend, but, you know, when it comes down to the president or you. Yeah? Is that how you feel, Nick? 
No, not really. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Well, I I do know that if you didn't love me so much, you wouldn't constantly so you got your state of the union tonight right yeah we're all waiting on the edges of our seat mr president yeah i know you're going to come through in flying colors don't let them bat you down and beat you down and throw you in the wormhole whoa whoa wow i'm sure the last place i want to be is a wormhole you know they say that the singularity of a black hole causes spaghettification Cause uh, what? Spaghettification. Hey, um, so Mr. Trump, <laughs> call him Mr. President, please. So Pody, let me tell you. Let me ask you something, Pody. Pody, let me ask you something. Uh, how come you know so much about black holes and spaghettification? Is it because your genius MIT uncle actually read the Notebook of Tesla? Tesla. And which contained time machine relevance and figured out how to go back in time and made it in um, in a Back to the Future style three or two. It must be two. Back to the Future style two. Yeah. I think you're comparing me to Biff Tannen yes. right now. Yes, I am. <laughs> one, of, one of the greatest characters in history, I might add. You would say that. <laughs> so is it true you're a time traveler? Uh... I cannot confirm or deny that. Come on, a dumb question that was anyway, Mr. President. It's All valid. I know, it's valid. But he's so earnest about it, like it's not real. But you genuinely are a fan of Trump. So, Absolutely. You know, Come on, you know, I've been. I voted for him. I would vote. He could for, stick up for himself. I would vote for twice for him. But I know he needs. He's done some, a great job. We know. He's done a great job. Yeah. He's done. I've some, done a great job. Everybody knows. Is that how you feel, Mike? He's doing nothing but praise me. Thank uh, you, Mr. President. No uh, let's let's negative. talk about your first year, uh, uh, you know, triumphs. Where, where, what are the Trump triumphs of, of year one in your mind, President? Uh, I mean, come on. First, let's talk about the massive tax reform. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's great. It's going to really get the economy going again. It's going to be like the 1980s. Everybody's going to have money. We're all going to be doing blow. It's going to be great. Everybody's going <laughs> to love on. it. Come <laughs> on. What are you talking about? Are you putting your foot in your mouth again, Mr. President? I wouldn't, be I wouldn't call it putting my Even foot I stopped in my doing mouth. blow. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> I'm, using, uh, I'm using, you know, terms for the kids because this is, you know, a show that the kids listen okay. to. Okay. But, you know, you've and, done some good things. Yeah, Mr. That, that tax reform's great. I'm sure it's going to help the common man. But, you know, this whole question with DACA, you know, they're trying to bury you, buddy, you know? You know, you got to got to. Let's go down the list. What else, Mike? Yeah, what, what other what other accomplishments in that first year are you patting yourself on the back for right now, tonight? I mean, let's talk about peace. Look at how much peace is going on through the world. You got to admit it. There it is. Piece of pie? Uh, no. I think people are too confused with you to to want to fight with you. Is that what you think he's confusing everyone, Mike? You think he's, he's completely confused the world. They do not know. It's just like we have a, a madman at the helm. And they're like, it's, you know when, oh, when your friend yeah. starts acting a little weird? Well, because of the lies. I think the rest of the world, has, he's got you know, his meds. and you're like, hey, I don't think he took his meds it's uh, because these of the four lies. years. It's because of the lies. Did you say you know? it's like having Batman they, on the helm? No. It's like having a madman at the helm a little bit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's, I it's, you, but sometimes mad. Go ahead, finish that well, sentence. What no. you were going to say? Sometimes madmen want. Yeah, but it doesn't mean I want them at the helm. But 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 certainly, mad madmen can uh, 
make hold, other hold the fort. It's Mike. almost He's like, a patriot. Yeah, but that never works. He's it's, a patriot, it's, Fogel, it's, Don't it's you bullying. forget it. I mean, it's let's, let's, me. let's really talk about some things because the Russians have been colluding with the American government since the forties with. Uh, with Wild Bill Donovan, who was the right-hand man to FDR. Everybody knows it. It was, he met with Stalin. Stalin, who was one of the worst people ever born. Uh, they tried to divide the nations without Churchill. Uh, the Russians we just saw have that been movie. the bad guys for eternity. Darkest hour. Did you see the, uh, the Oliver Stone thing. History of America doc series, by the way? I haven't. No, I did. It, it talks about Wild Bill Donovan, <clears throat> what kind of guy he was. So oh, you should yeah. see that. Yeah. Uh, how does it paint him? Because I don't know how much time I'll have to watch it, but I'd love to sit down at some point. Yeah, you might want to watch after that. After my steak and How do you it. feel about the Fire and Fury book that came out? I know you have a little limited amount of time because you got to do your State of the Union. But uh, I heard it. I heard Reese. I didn't read it. I, I, didn't, I didn't want to put any money toward you in any way. But, or anything. I mean, I guess it's, I guess, I guess it's fine to do that. But I, I didn't want your picture around my house. Here's the thing. Is that in the book they said that there was a time when um, it was right before the uh, election. And you promised Melania... Melania, 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 Melania. You <laughs> promised her that you weren't going to be, you weren't yeah, going to become president. That she wasn't going to be stuck in the marriage, and that when you did win, you were in complete shock. And she started weeping and crying. And then you dragged her into a room and you said, "Listen to me, honey. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be fine. We're going to get Stop through this. We're going to sneak in giant Russian." Guys, to fuck you six ways from Friday. Stop that. So you tell me, tell me if that's true or not. How do you feel? Hold on, hold on. That does not sound like anything I've ever said before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I agree. Well, I what... believe that you're paraphrasing the book right now because <laughs> I mean the book's total garbage. Everyone knows. That's right, and we're not everyone's every... reading that garbage yeah. book. Oh, don't worry, well, so, Mr. President. So it's just all garbage, you think? Complete matter garbage. So you, get, you and Melania, you have you have a great relationship. We have a great relationship. Everyone loves seeing me drag her along with me to all of these. She looks events. beautiful. I gotta recommend it. What about that time that you were like talking in front of a shitload of people and you were just like, "I wish Melania was here. She would have loved this." And she was standing next to you and she like looks at you and then looks out in the audience. And that she, never happened. Yes, it's on video and she just kind of nods. She's like, "Yes, I'm. I'm not here." <laughs> and 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 he was just like, "Ah, yeah. Well, she would have loved it. She would have had a great time with everybody." So, oh, he was fooling around. How do, how do you feel about that one? I, I think you've got a wonderful Brando impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Uh, Potts. That's uh, another thing. I do not believe these stats on your health report or your Alzheimer's report. Oh, just because a guy eats a couple Big Macs, leave him alone. You know what I mean? Big Macs <laughs> are the best. Everybody loves Big Mac. I, I heard the reason you eat McDonald's people. is because you know it's no no one sees you coming, so they can't poison the food. You you have a paranoia That's about smart. people uh, maybe poisoning you. Is that true? Everyone wow. is. Uh, are you familiar? So with you the poison deep yourself. State? Are yeah. we familiar with what? The deep state. 
I mean, they're all out to get me. I've Deep fried, I thought, is more your Well, as long as you have style. those good security guards, you know, they're all big guys, and I met them once with you, and uh, I'm sure they'll protect Nikki you. Nikki missed his calling in life. Nikki should have been uh, uh, one of those guys in the suits. With so, the thing in his ear? Yeah. Stop it. The Secret uh, Service. Nikki, Couldn't you see Nikki D in the Secret Service? Hey, uh, Mr. President. If you're looking for a job, I would love to I bet hire that. you. Nikki didn't well, take a bullet you, for Mr. Trump. President. Would you take a bullet for Trump? Absolutely. Yeah, I would use Teflon. Yikes. Hey, hey. I'm, uh, I'm coming to I'm see loyal. Nikki's bunker. What? Ugh. He's coming to see your bunker, Nick. Okay. So we're going to reenact uh, just a normal uh, everyday Burger King order for you, sir. <laughs> I'll be the person that you're ordering from. <laughs> and hello, <laughs> <laughs> Burger King. Is that your order? <laughs> Let's, let, uh, let's let yes, them get this, this good. This is the president of the United States. <laughs> okay, very funny. Okay, what's your order? Uh, I'd like three Whopper Juniors, a large fry, and as much ketchup as you can give me. <laughs> yeah, and I'm well, not going to uh, get a diet soda. I'm going to get a regular soda because they're trying to kill us with diet soft drinks. <laughs> okay, so that's three Whopper Juniors, a large fry. Will a gold bar suffice for payment? Okay, so I'm down to the penis. I'm sorry, did you say something about a penis? Sit down to the penis, I really feel like you said something about my penis. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the, there's a theory going around, <laughs> Mr. President, that you have I a micro... I can't believe he said that. That man. you have a micropenis. Is that true, Mr. President? I wouldn't call it a micropenis by any means. So what would you call it? I mean, I'd, I'd say that I've got uh, a huge penis. There's no problem <laughs> yeah, down see, there. No problem down there. He's well endowed. <laughs> How do you know, Nikki? Because I believe him. You told you? Told the country. There's no, there's no problem down there. Oh, you're right. He did Don't tell worry. the country. How come on? What if someone pants the president, kind of the president, that would be probably the ballsiest thing anyone could do. I once, we if, someone once, did, for, so if someone would pants Trump. We once pants the bully on the block. Treasonous that, that's considered that's treason, treason according to the U.S. Constitution. No. When I was a kid, we pants. It's a practical joke. We, when I was a kid, the bully on the block was always going around pantsing everybody pantsing everybody it was so embarrassing that he would do that in front of people and run off laughing and one day all the guys in the block were just like you know what we're gonna get him back and i was just like hey you want to try out this fucking like uh exercise equipment because my mother was an exercise <laughs> teacher which is pretty awesome all the anyway get, you guys are sick so then so then <laughs> there's exer there exercise equipment and so then uh, we brought him in. He's like, yeah, what's up? So he's on his back, right? And he's, he's doing this. He's, like, pulling down the weights. And, and we were just like, we were just all, get him! And so we all, like, each grabbed an arm and a leg, and someone fucking pantsed him. And what we saw, Mr. Uh, POTUS, <laughs> was the tiniest little ding-dong. Wow. It was like, wow! So he just did Nikki. It was, it was, it was like... It was like a tiny little mushroom, like a tiny little. It was. It's a and, micro penis. And everything made sense all of a sudden. It was like that's why he was running around pantsing people. That's why because he was reason. Exactly, and and uh, exactly. So then, everyone just kind of felt bad for him after that. And then you know we had like slayed the dragon. Yeah. But here's the thing: I think that the <laughs> Mr. President, 
And there's a moral. Yeah. To, there's a moral to this story, Mr. President. Come on, don't bore the president, please. Mr. President, I'm, I'm listening. I'm, call, I'm calling you, <laughs> he's Mr. On, he's on the throne. I'm calling you, Mr. I mean, it's, come on, this is a monumental, monumental occasion here. What did you think of my uh, story about the micro penis and the bully? Uh, I was worried you were going to tell time. me that he had a cloaca. What's a cloaca? It's like a butthole and a vagina together. <laughs> oh my God! Is that what you I have? I can't believe I'm on here with this kind of schmuck. <laughs> this is your this is your I president, Nikki. You learn something new every day. Thank there you, you thank never, you, Mr. Potus. It's been a pleasure to have you on again. You can finish your shit. I don't want you, oh, it's it's bad to just keep half of the shit in. I want you to get all of it out. Thank you for uh, talking on the show. Let's hear a flush. I think that was it. Uh, that was a flush right there, wasn't it? You're disgusting. I mean, I got to get that done at some point before the State of the Union. No, no, finish you, it. You go and have a good State of the I'm Union. I'm saying Mr. get President. off the phone. Go and finish your State of the Union and your shit. Okay, Mr. President? Right. I mean, All Mr. Right. POTUS? Well, I'll talk to you guys soon. I, I know that you guys are going to love the State of the Union tonight. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know exactly what you're going to say. It's all, it's just a nightmare. It's just going to Don't be let like, those crumbs like Jimmy Fallon and everybody make fun of you. Sci-fi right? movie. That other guy, Al, Al Hey, let me give you some news, Nikki. It's you know not I mean? just him. Yeah, I know. It's a little too much of it. It's everyone. Uh, so I'm a little fed up with it. You know what I mean? Alex Ball and that schmuck. No, Jimmy Fallon and that schmeckle. Okay, bye, Pody. Bye, Pody. Bye, right. Mr. President. Hey, Nikki. Yes, I'm sir. gonna come see that bunker soon. <laughs> okay, thank you, sir. What are you guys gonna Anytime, do? anytime. We could talk. Uh, we'll talk sports and movies. I could uh, bring a I'd couple of my to. friends with me. Yeah, important I'll, stuff. Uh, I'll see yeah. that State of America movie for Mike too. Yes, yeah. and, and check out Darkest Hours so uh, you can learn something from Churchill. He was fabulous. Oh, I love. Let me just stop that. <laughs> <laughs> It's not Yeah, it's gonna be a lot like his. Whoa, speech. that, that was, was a really, that was a that was, that was really Trump good. doing Churchill. That was really good. <laughs> that was very good, Thank sir. Thank you. That was very Thank good. Thank you very much. We're standing I've, right I've next to you, Mr. President. No, we're, no, we're, we're not. with you all the way. No, we're not. We'll never, never, Oy never. Yay. That's the royal way. That's the royal Nikki. way for Nikki. Nikki, thank you so much. Nikki's Dan, your one supporter. It's always. A pleasure. How do you know, know my name? You don't mean what you say. Fuck, they found and out my name. Yes, they I did. I don't even ah. remember what we talked about. You found out so. my name, Potes. Yes, we got him covered. I ran him out. You fucking I've been uh, I've been following you on Instagram. Oh fuck. Uh huh. Well, you know, then you know that I'm running for president on Twitter for 2020. Hang up, Jack. Uh, Hang up on him. Come on. Jack? It's the third time you've run. Jack, ha- the best of luck to you. <laughs> Jack hang up! Jack! Jack, hang up on the president! Jack! Jack! Hang up! Uh, is he still there? No, you chased him away. Oh, good. I mean, you actually threw him off the show. I, I got a little nervous I, there. I can't believe it. Uh, you threw the president Now I feel the... like he's got the CIA after me, black helicopters. You're supposed to learn how to do this. Jack. He's off, right? Jack, is he off? Yeah, we hung up the Skype call. Who hung up? I just did it. It's not rocket science. As, as Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mike, Back I got to... a little worried. I thought he was going to send the CIA after me. <sighs> 
Jesus, you know, we do stuff like that, and and kind of like I'm on one hand, I'm I'm like ah, oh, I'm suggesting we pants the president. On the other hand, I'm thinking, well, who's listening on their algorithms to this call and gonna is that gonna come back and bite me in the ass? Uh, Mr. President, they were talking mm -hmm. about pantsing you and finding a micro penis. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was a little. Say what? Hold on, back up a little bit. That was a little bit. too much, Brando. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're upset about it. Come on, give the guy a break. Everyone's trying, to, no, everyone's I, I, trying I, to hammer him into the ground. It's listen, call, it'd be seen... one thing if I thought he was authentically like half this country's president. I think he's authentically pretended to be that guy during the election, uh, uh, a, a, a run-up, and then got in the White House and just shat the bed so yeah. hard here, did nothing. He they shat all in the bed. He totally shat the bed here. I mean, he was supposed to like drain the swamp. That's what a lot of people were voting for. Hey, listen, he didn't drain any. He made this. He poisoned the swamp. If it was if it was drinkable water before, if it not foul tasting, now it's undrinkable. The, the people he's appointed to the EPA. I mean, the, right, no, no, no. These are evil people. He's putting into power. Think, Zinke, Pruitt, those guys president? are the devil, man. Do you think he'll be a one-term president, Mike? Yes, absolutely. I'm I pray to God he will I'm be. I'm pretty sure he's going we'll to. to Dude, Virginia, Alabama. It's not looking he's good for them right now. He's going to invoke. But people have to He go wants to be vote. emperor. You understand? Emperor he did. Now I think he just doesn't want to have a heart attack. He's going to invoke martial law. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's going to go to war with everyone. It won't work until no. his favorability is much on, higher. Listen, 30% favorability. He, he's on now. the ropes right now, and we got to keep him there in terms of his favorability. Listen, that, that's everything. If, as soon as he thinks he has a majority, you're right. He'll he'll run for the, for emperor. Country, but but, but as long as his respect, favorability stays low, more. and I don't see he can, I don't see how he can rebound on on this front. Supposedly, the the popular vote. Was not for him, and he no, still won. No, it's not. It, but but again, uh, what about that story about Fire and Fury that he didn't want to be president? He uh, promised her that they weren't. He wasn't going to be. Uh, his then, ego definitely wants to be king. That was all God. false news, fake news, yeah. false news, fake news, false news, fake news. Gives me the fucking blues to not know what is up anymore. Exactly. False news, yeah. fake news. Don't know what's true or false. Could be true, but who knows now? It's all fucked up. Hey, Mike, what do you think about it? Bernie, 2020. That's what you think? Yeah. Wow. I would love it. Or Elizabeth Warren. Phantom Thread. Back to Phantom Thread. Let's do it. So, Please, guys. Let's get back to something I'm not important. versed enough in, in, in political discourse to have it. Are we only just doing one? That's it? Just yeah, because it's, wor it's worth that. I mean, what are yeah. you oh, talking about other things? Oh, no, no. I agree with I, you. I, I was yeah. so... Oh, I saw this movie. Oh, yes, I agree with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fucking yeah. agree. I agree. I fucking agree with you. I do. I was sitting there going, shit. That, that's you better need... than me and fucking... Uh, that was better to be the dog day after the tell you that. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Yeah. This fucking guy. You know why it is better than Pacino? Made me want to go out dog and be a better fucking Made me want to go out and be a better fucking actor. Me? No, the whole thing. Made me want to go out and Louder? be a fucking fucking Louder. better actor. Made fucking here, here, let's, talk, let's, get, let's get into the weeds a little bit, Dan, about acting and Pacino and the greatest oh. actors of all time. Why? Why this performance may be in, in, in up there with Raging Bull and, 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 and Michael Corleone. Yeah, I mean, know, what else? Brando. You know what you see when you Brando. see Daniel? Brando you see is the wheels left. turning behind those eyes. You don't even have to say dialogue. Yeah. Every single scene is a well-carved like His inflictions, his, his movements. Yeah. But I, what I'm I, first of all, I was kind of saying, uh, where does it, where does this performance fall for you in Daniel Day Lewis's career? Because he did 
there will be blood. Let Gangs there be of New blood. York, Oof. my beautiful me, lingerie. To me, let there be blood. Is in the name one. of the Father, uh, a lot. I mean, this guy is yeah. laid down a body of work already. Yeah. If he if he had died before this movie, he would wow. already be one of the greatest actors of all times. But now he did this, wow. and this is the first and, time hey, listen, where I'm just uh, Gangs of New York. I was listen. it wasn't a lead. Well, but but even, he that that character there will Lincoln. be blood he was Lincoln. riveting yes Lincoln Lincoln he was riveting there will be blood he was riveting there was yeah. a moment in in, in Phantom Thread where he looked like an age of Abe innocence age of innocence was brilliant yeah you, sure. you look back at his his earliest no no we know we know but but but, but, but all right so what, why why does this performance really blow me away even more than there will be blood just and, because and, of, and of the New York. sheer ability to make me care about this. Man, this fastidious man, and this subject. Wilcock, right? I was just so fascinated by him living and making it look and making it look effortless. effortless. But going right. through just a symphony in every scene of emotions, and just when you have that under the elegant fucking magnifying glass of P.T. Anderson, what he's figured out how to do with this film, mm -hmm. just it flows. From the first start till the end, and I, even though I didn't get to see the very end, although I think I, I oh, you know what really blew my mind? What when he got poisoned? Yes, and the, the way he just became like you were—is he gonna die? I kind of, he, I kind of his, loved that the poisons when he was sweating. Who, who told me At the first story where it, they would that's say Hitchcock right there? That no, that, that they on, on cue he could sweat. Yeah. Oh, oh no, that was Christian Bale. Oh yeah, but amazing. this that was very Hitchcock too. Like they, sh that scene where who's gonna drink the tea, who's oh, gonna drink the tea, yes. and you're like, oh, she's trying to kill him, and then it's no, she's trying to enlighten him, right? <laughs> she he fucking gets sick. He comes out the other I'm side, and he's just like, I'm I so want to take care of you, and he had this, this South African accent, and he's just like, I, I realize now, I love you. I want you to, and he's this child, right, that needs to be taken yes. care of, and he's realizing in that moment that she, he's the mother, she's the mother that he's he's always longed for, mm -hmm. right, that's going to take care of him, that, and he is a genius, so he doesn't think like everybody else, yeah. he goes to the other ends of the world, to, I got that in, in his time. mind, to figure so out these dresses, G he he's portrayed this tortured, a man he's, this, he's this tortured fucking He's this tortured fucking genius, right? And then that last scene where he figures it out and she's like, she's like, this time I'm going to fucking kill him. And in the middle of the scene, he realizes I'm being just a bastard again. And he takes that bite of the mushroom, bites it. And in that moment, he hasn't said anything, but you know that he knows that she is trying to either kill him, that she loves him so much that she's trying to kill him, but no, she's trying to give him what he really needs in his heart, which is a mother. And then, it, they, so he goes on this roller coaster ride with her, and she falls in love with him again in that moment, totally soundless, totally, there's no dialogue, yeah. right? And just like, I thought that was a... I thought that was such a great twist. Yeah, just to see the way that he just bit that off of his fork. You speak about the mother was great when she appears and she goes, the she ghost. walks right by her. She walks, Are you here? Yeah, the ghost. Yeah. Are you here, that mother? mother? That was like yeah. very creepy. You know, well, this movie and she doesn't a say a word. Intangible. Again, huh? silence. She just, the ghost mother just stands there watching him. And then what happens? 
she comes in, the wife comes in. And she disappears. Are you okay, my love? Are you okay? And she disappears. And in that moment, in that scene, it's in this beautiful way, you realize, oh, she's now his taking the place mm -hmm. of his mother. Mm -hmm. It's Freudian, you know? Mm -hmm. No, it, it, it is. It's, it's, it's about male energy and female energy in the universe. That's why this movie is a masterpiece. Is not just because if Daniel Day-Lewis just did a great acting role in it, it would be a great film. But this is a masterpiece because he's at the top of his game. P.T. Anderson's on top of their game. Uh, you know, that whole crew, There's what they did. And the rest of the cast is amazing. It's, it's a true masterpiece because you have two people that are, are probably the best in their field working together, doing their best work. I mean, that's what you. that's the perfect alchemy of a masterpiece. It happened in The Godfather when you had Coppola, Pacino, Brando. I mean, that's the that's the amazing thing about yeah. The Godfather is how many geniuses. You have Gordon Willis and Nino Rota all working on the same movie at the same time. So Master has this, you have two, the most, you know, in my opinion, the two most important roles, the lead lead uh, actor and the lead direct, and then director. The, the before, behind the camera and the front of camera guys are both masters. Simpl Both geniuses simplified it, and, and they are doing their best work. And you have this masterpiece, and they're not doing. They didn't waste that experience on some frivolous bullshit. It is true. I absolutely believe these two guys were trying to do something, not to be pretentious, but something Masterful. art. I won't even use the word art. They both want to do something truthful, Masterful. because that's yeah. really what's guiding this work is truthful moments yes, with interesting, so complex truthful, characters, geez. and they're both chasing something truthful. Like this is it. I mean, really. The highest form of filmmaking is like two great artists collaborating and going after something really a, truthful, and they got a, it. I have a prediction, Mike, that P.T. Anderson is going to win the Academy Award for Best Director. Is he even nominated? I think he is, yes. He's nominated. He's yeah. going to win. He's going to get up there. He's going to say, he's going to say, say, I want to thank all you motherfuckers of the motherfucking Academy for giving me this motherfucking award, you motherfuckers, for the fucking reason, the main fucking reason I have this award. I have to thank the motherfuckers who were the centerpiece, the short film centerpiece of the New York Film Festival because oh, that fucking prick, Dan Fogler, walked up and he didn't even acknowledge and me. I've, I've been he looking did, for and his love and ever I've since. Been, <laughs> and now he likes my moment. <laughs> you like me. You really like me. That's he's gonna say, Dan, he's gonna look right at the camera and say, Dan, you like me. You really like me. <laughs> uh, you yeah. like that, Nikki? Nikki D. No, but uh, uh Come on, there's so many I don't wanna let, let I don't wanna just finish talking about fa fandom threat. The no, there's thread. so many moments in Why? that film when when I just want there are a couple more ideas in the movie I wanted to talk about. While well, we're what here. else? Let yeah. me just talk about one one scene that I really love. Okay, okay, that really, <laughs> yeah. one scene that I we really don't want to put you out. Mike. We don't want to put you out. <laughs> no, go for it, Nikki. <laughs> It'll be short. The no, scene uh, where he ruins the dress and all the and all the oh, he ruins it, yeah. and all the women in there that are. That are we have to patch it all. We have to patch it, and you see them all going. To hammer and tong at it to fix that one dress. Yeah. Hammer and tong. Yeah. Hammer and tong. Come on, I, hammer I, and tong. A beautiful moment. I, when I first met Nikki, he was a student of of acting. You'd studied with Pacino, and dress right? Making. Yeah. Charlie and I, I always feel like you do want you understand good what good acting's about. You see it, right? You're you're a good you're a good uh, read on a good performance. That's why we keep you around. You know what, Daniel Day-Lewis. All right, so here's what I'm going to, just to tie it into, we work together sometimes, right? And I say to you sometimes, less is more. Uh-oh. 
I'm just saying, look at what Daniel Day-Lewis didn't do in that film. Did he ever even raise his voice? I mean... It, yeah, maybe he once. He did. There was that one bit, which he was did. fucking great, where she was like, I'm leaving with the tea. And he's just like, well, you may be leaving with the tea, but the interruption is right here yeah. with me. Yes. I love that yeah, bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. He had these yeah. little outbursts. His, yeah. No, yeah. his performance was totally rounded so perfectly. Oh, what did she that, find? That's what Daniel Day Willis does. Yeah. He just doesn't but there, give up. He gives the there, whole there, rounded but there's not a wet, person if, of that character. If he takes a breath, it's for a reason. Like, there is every beat you see him on screen, he is so good. owning and why then, that had to be. That eyebrow raised just a little bit is I mean, saying what so much. What did he sew in the so, dress? So here's what, what did he, she find that, she, that he sewed in the dress? you remember? No, no curses or something like no that. No curses. Interesting. Okay, what, what, what were we about to say? Well, yeah, it's a movie about a mother. I haven't seen uh, uh, Aronofsky's film Mother. It's interesting that who another guy that's in this same, league yes. working with another great actress. I, I want to see that thing. next. We should see that this yes. week and then talk about that film. Yeah. Because that, have, you seen, have you seen Churchill and Dunkirk no, side by side? No, no, no. I gotta see <laughs> okay, so this is, what, this is the assignment. <laughs> you know how people have cut, like Topher Grace cut the first three Star Wars movies into one movie and made it a better movie. I want you to cut... I never saw that. I want you to cut... It's brilliant. I want you to cut Churchill into Dunkirk. That's genius. And make it like the coolest movie ever. Wow. I like that idea. Yeah. I'm not that's a fan almost, of seeing Godfather like, one and two. I challenge you. This is a challenge. I didn't think that. Worked wait, wait, well. quiet, quiet. This is a challenge to people out there. I want to see this movie. It is the Churchill slash Dunkirk challenge. You got to make the movie into Whoa. one fucking movie, and I want to see it. He looks like Kubrick talking like this. Yeah. With that, that's a brilliant idea. Do I look like Kubrick? Right yeah, now? right now you totally yeah. look like Kubrick. That's hip hop filmmaking, Dan. Yeah, that's hip hop yeah, filmmaking. Yeah. You're hip hop filmmaking. No, that you're remixing beats. That's that's. Well, that's you know, they did that with the Godfather one and two, and they did. There's one version that's brilliant. Okay, where they mixed. <sighs> there, there's there's one v- version of it that it's really brilliant. With all three. No, just with one and two. All right. Oh, so um, can I go back to my please. last thought on Phantom Thread, which I, is my my big point I want to make? Why I think it's such a great film. Yeah, we got about fifteen minutes, and then I got I'm going to make it tight, but just see if you guys agree with it. What I think, why I think we all got so lit up about that movie is we've all I've just seen we've all seen a zillion movies, like we're all <laughs> kind of knowing what to expect. What? Why are you rolling your eyes? No, just listen. What I what Nikki, I think happens, you your, Nikki, you're so huge. When you roll your eyes, uh-huh. it's like an earthquake. Yeah. I was just taking a pause. <laughs> what I think is amazing about that movie is that it never is dumbed down for us. You have to be engaged with the movie, and what because you realize early on, this movie is not going to spoon food you, spoon feed you some plot bullshit. Pay. You have to pay attention. So you're completely present with. He sucks yeah, you in. So you present. become p- completely present with the movie. And when he gets you into that, it's a different... I mean, Tarkovsky used to do this. Yes. He would open movies with yes. hypnosis and stuff to get his audience yeah. in the right way, wavelength. If you watch the opening of Solaris, it's just like... I think there was a little hypnosis in that movie. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that... why I'm saying that's another, you know... Because I would no... check out, I would check back in. Yeah, right. But I was... Well, I felt refreshed. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. My no, pants you, would be you... down, so it was really weird. You... <laughs> 4 experience. Uh, no, I concur. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, it I wasn't, agree with uh, you. It wasn't 4D experience. It, it, it's, it's, I concur. I it's, agree. It's you know you have to be because uh, you have to do the work, it. and when you're doing the work, you're engaging in it. So when you sit, when he sits in that that chair at the the cafe to order his breakfast, 
we're not in a rush to get through it. And, and we are uh, able to appreciate all the little nuances in that little exchange there on such a, like, I felt uh, like I was sitting at the yeah. table yeah, I love with when, them when in that went moment in a way that, that that's... Waiting to be poisoned. I, 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 he says, would you go out to dinner with me, you know? And that dinner was like, you know... For them. I ordered, they ordered this. Sausages. And and bacon. I, want, and I, want I don't want the eggs to Three sunny side eggs <laughs> perfectly facing the north. I want five stacked pancakes, whole wheat, with belly butter jam on the side. I would like... 16 freshly basted sausages. I would also like... But he's... but yeah, he, The thing is, I he's doing it all with his eyes, right? He's oh, doing, man. like, weird voodoo to her with his eyes. Oh, yeah. He could be talking about the alphabet over here. Yeah. He's just seducing, oh. like, this seducing stare, her. and she's blushing, blushing. and, like, getting oh, wet she, in this, she in this was water. was blushing, too. Yeah. No, I mean... She, at she first, was, I was like, is she getting turned on by this? Yes. And I'm like, by the end of it, like, yeah, no, he's You know what, I'm pretty convinced right that first scene, when she comes in, I mean, I just, this is what I thought. Whatever, this is what I got from this scene. She hadn't seen him until then, the actress. And then she walks in and she sees him sitting there. And the way she, like, fucking Wait, you jumped, think that's their process, that she had never met Daniel Yeah, Taylor's? maybe. I don't know, yeah. That's what it kind of felt like. That's what I was imagining. Yeah. There maybe, was some, her, uh, she's a great actress. I don't know her name or anything, yeah. but I was very but impressed by her. the way she just her. jumped, she was like, oh my God, it's Daniel Day-Lewis. Yeah. And then that's that's why. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/specialoffer. All lowercase. That's Shopify.com/specialoffer. I was just making it up in my yeah, head, but it's I'll give so, credit. It seems so yeah. fresh. He says that first, well, that, the first line, that first line, he says, I make dresses. You know what I mean? Just the way he said that, I, I make dresses. Yeah. It was just like... And let's talk about the theme in the movie. So a dress, when you make a dress, your relationship with the dress is fleeting. And so he's like, tr the whole movie is him trying to make the perfect dress, right? So he's made dresses, and 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 the in the correlation between relationships, where at the beginning of a relationship, at the beginning of the making of a dress, you are passionate, you're into it, you're, and then you, f and then you're in the middle of it, and it's it's becoming work, you know, and then, mm. then, then, then as you, it becomes and, yeah. a whole dress, suddenly you're like, wow, and this then, is like a real marriage, this is like a real relationship, wow, that, and then of course it starts to fade with time, you know, just like anything else, and then. With he, her, he puts the secrets in the dresses. Finds, the secrets, right? And she puts the secrets, which is the shrooms, yes. in him. Yes. And then she becomes. Then it, she becomes the perfect dress. Right. There you go. Uh, thank you, everyone. I'm a genius. <laughs> this is the 40 experience. What happens is you do I look bring, like Kubrick today. I. This is what I do. I kind i do a little hypnosis just so you guys know Ooh. i coax people toward mm -hmm. um evolution i just want people to did you feel that nikki yes yeah see so your, your forehead is a, like a just a little less <laughs> crow magnet today <laughs> and you feel the mike you feel the lights flashing toward past your, is, for like the director we should have mike should be here all the time because he gives it to, from the director's point what am i chopped liver well no but mike gave that very 
thing with P.T. Anderson. You know, we never, you know, we. He's I, a director. But yeah, I know, but Anderson kind of went right by me in this movie. I was just engulfed with. Mm-hmm. with no, I think it's a great collaboration. I think it's a great collaboration. Daniel Day, Daniel Day. You know, he. Uh, you know oh, can, all right, so you my know, two criticisms of the movie. Go ahead, okay. All right, well, one is I think he could have done a little less music because it was working without. The music right for me, oh, and and a few times I felt like, oh, I'm listening to music right now instead of in. The, it almost didn't need music, and I feel like maybe he just felt obligated. He had this great composer, and 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 he I needed to use him. But I I thought it, in my mix anyway, it felt like it overpowered a couple scenes. I didn't need it. I love the music. And two is my note on the ending was that as much as I felt, she's a man, isn't she? The movie, it's the crying game. It's stop, the crying game. Stop. The, the as much as I felt with everything up until that twist at the end. Yep that I'd earned the beats and that I understood everybody's psychology when at the end, when she's taking care of him, yeah. uh, you you get that why he would eat the mushrooms at the end and willingly go back into that condition again with her. Yeah. I did not feel like that made sense. To, I'm being told that he wants to go back there, but when I see how exciting, not exciting, but you know the God complex he gets to be in his regular life, and I didn't see any that much of the downside of it to understand I that did. he would want to then be sick and cared for again. I just something was a little thin there that didn't make that feel emotionally right for me. And that's why I think the audiences haven't connected with this movie, really, is because emotionally really? you're not crying when he decides to to, to to take that bite of the mushroom. No, you're, you're not crying. And I think kind of if this was a perfect movie. Yeah. I'd be in tears at that moment because I would know oh. it's okay to die. It's okay to die a little bit and and and, and let other people, oh. you know, the, the, this kind of decay idea that Speed Levitch, you know, talks about, like decaying. It's uh. okay, like to accept that as a part of of maturity, and that's what this movie's about: acknowledging that it's okay to be weak and mm. be taken care of. That's that's one of the joys of life. I don't feel like he spent enough time making that quote unquote sexy or. Letting the audience feel that feeling enough, and I, 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 I'm guessing it's because, you know, he's a little bit of a of a of a um, a cold person, probably in the sense PT? of, versus a guy like Cassavetes, okay. where the emotion in Cassavetes is so tangible. I mean, yeah. he's not nearly as good of technical filmmaker, but emotionally, his heart is so much purer, in my opinion, right. than than maybe a Kubrick. Or a P.T. Anderson or a Scorsese genius craftsman filmmaker. Right. I always I always gravitate towards the more emotionally connected people. Uh, Altman, right, right. Cassavetes, yeah. who were genuinely warmer, That's I think, souls. That's and the... I think the, that he's selling you on that warmth could... You know, that, that, that caring for That's that she's going to have... That's the lane this movie is in. That, huh? That's the lane this film is in with all those great directors, you know what I oh, mean? Oh, it's definitely in that yeah, lane, but I'm putting PT in the in the Kubrick lane where it's like it's intellectual first and uh, and and maybe uh, not quite as emotional and spiritual to have the the the, the, the caring for pu- human beings. Yeah, yeah. Cuz they're I think they're puppets to him a little bit and I I I think the way you had to give that girl yeah, a little bit where, more towards the end there. That's my critique of it. That, the, uh, that, that's it. But I thought the, that scene where he comes down, I really, uh, it's it's like you have that big performance. Everything leads up to this big fashion show that he puts on. 
and then he's the genius is spent and he's just a baby right and he's just sitting in his you know and, and his sister takes care of him and 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 they do it because he it's because of his genius it pays the bills so everyone puts really? up with his this giant fucking baby who's a genius and now she comes in and she wants to put up with it um but she realizes that he burns himself out and sometimes he just and she like tells him you need you need me to take care of you you know and and mm. and then it's it's this sick tango that they're playing with yes. each other where he yeah. figures it out that that him eating that mushroom like that at the end is his way of saying yes i love you and let's play this yeah, let's I, play this out me, yeah. let's play this out forever the part where i did i did cry was him with his mother in the room there and he's like are you here and are you here uh that mm -hmm. made me that i was and then she walks in i was i was definitely had tears in my eyes for that scene but i didn't i didn't have the end and yeah. of course i had to get back to brooklyn <laughs> like I like I had to kind of do yeah. now. All right. But uh, this was the this was a very special kind of thing. How long do we know each other, fellas? Long time. 20, over twenty. Over twenty. Since years. the nineties. That's all you have to say. Since the nineties. Wow. Since the nineties. We're gonna make a we're gonna make a movie together. At some point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number six, I think. Yes. Start with Hyper. Hyper was where it all began, and that's where uh, this is. That's where this whole podcast began. Was there another Hyper story in there? I guess not. Hyper. Well, we sat next to Adam Sandler's parents. Did you interact with them at all? They um, were the sweetest. Talk about like good salt of the earth people. His they were kind were so of. Great. They were kind of assholes to me because I yeah. I kind of nudged her and she turned to me and she was like, "They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you." You, you know that you know that bit from Sandler's album. No, I don't. <laughs> Where he would go up there and she was like, "Why are you wearing that?" He's like, "Ma, I just want to go on. I just want to." They're all gonna laugh at you. They're all gonna laugh at you. He's like, "Well, well, maybe that's what I want, Ma. They're all gonna laugh at you." That's the name of the album. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's hysterical! I gotta hear that. Uh, but I well, can see it. I, we I have like a lot more films coming out. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see. Let's uh, the next one I want to be on. Let's let's, let's all out, watch yeah. Mother. We're gonna go talk about the Mother in the Color Room, and then and then do a review of it right after next week. Or let's watch Mother in the Color Room. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>